Sainz spins Fernando Alonso around. The two Spanish drivers making contact. Oh, there are what is this about? That's a shambles. This is a that shambles. Is a... Absolute <laughs> shambles. We can see it coming. Alpine can see it coming. What is going on? Lando Norris leads the British Grand Prix. Strong Max Verstappen and Oscar Piastri. You can hear the roar. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Not On This Occasion. It is finally another sprint episode. Woo! We're taking a break. It's a week off right now when we're recording this. I don't know when this is going to be out before yeah. or after Singapore. So if you like this episode, be sure to follow us on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. Uh, go over to our YouTube channel or our TikTok. We're making more stuff over there and we're going to continue to do so. And also follow us on Instagram. Because it's just awesome. It's popping. Yeah. We're hip with it. We're on Insta. <laughs> I didn't think of a witty way to introduce you. Uh, you can also be like, and I'm Noel. And I can just go, and I'm Delaney. That's no fun, though. Because you're not just, you know, because you're you're not just Delaney. You're like, Delaney, it's Delaney. <laughs> there you go. It isn't just, you know, like, oh, yeah, here's Delaney. It's, no, it's <laughs> Delaney from the podcast. <laughs> and I'm you. Noel. <laughs> I'm Delaney. That was the perfect intro. <laughs> well, there you go. It's Noel. <laughs> so today, now, long time, long, long, long time listeners of this podcast may remember that I think at like episode four or something, there was like a throwaway joke about how we were going to do an episode about fan yes. fiction. Yeah. Well, here it is. Here it it's is. It's finally folks. happening. Uh, so the inspiration to this is that I'm sure you guys have seen it because it's kind of a shit post. I saw some of it on TikTok a little bit. So there's a book you can buy on Amazon, a physical book, Overtake My Heart, <laughs> Thick Rick Races. <laughs> I didn't realize it said Thick Rick. <laughs> Thick Rick Races for Love, <laughs> book number one of 69 in the Daniel Ricardo Erotic Adventure series. This wow. is a real physical book you can buy. It's like a pamphlet. but Makes it's, a great it's gift a for mom. <laughs> it says it on the book. It does say that. Uh, by Anita Driver, who is definitely not a real person. Well, well they're a, a real person, person, but you're- It's an they're, alias. They're, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ghostwriter. Uh, so you can- you can buy this book. You can see I highlighted Noel it. Noel has like, highlighted sections, y'all. This is, I worked way harder, like, getting ready for this episode than I ever did for, like, for a like book. A I never highlighted a book before in school. Oh, my God. I almost got the tabs out to, like, you know. Oh, my God. Do it, but. Um, That's great. I'm crying. So. <laughs> That's so good. Thick Rick. <laughs> Can't get over that. So, we're, I'm going to talk about, the main inspiration was to talk about this book, but yes. then. Magic happened. Then I opened up the rabbit hole and yes. I figured out that Anita Driver actually has other books. Oh, shit. And so well, here we go. I'm presenting these to Delaney for the first time. So I'm so hopefully excited. Are they different drivers? Yeah, yeah. They're, <gasps> they're not. They're on they're This is a fan fiction. The other ones are not fan fiction. Unfortunately, okay. they're like children's book parody things. Love that. So love that for Anita. So, oh, okay. my God, they're huge. This is they're two, yeah. They're they're big they're big books. They're they're picture books. They have we'll have pictures to we'll have to them. post the pictures of the yeah, books yeah. to get references of the sizes. Okay, Here. so the one that I was the most excited about was Stop, Drop, and Stroll. <laughs> yes, a Lance Stroll inspired guide to fire safety for kids. <gasps> That's so cute. So this was is my that by Anita Driver. Yes. Oh hell yeah, Anita. So this was my versatility. Most ex I was the most excited because I thought that that name was super funny. Stop, drop, and stroll. That's not you're not supposed to do that though. You? <laughs> you're supposed to roll. You I just stop, drop, and stroll away. <laughs> and then the next book, which was I I think I like it more than Stop, Drop, and Stroll, but I wasn't that impressed by the title. It seemed kind of okay predictable. It's uh. Charles Leclerc and the Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Monaco Grand Prix. No! A book of sadness and disappointment for children. <laughs> she did not. Oh my gosh. Bye, the graphic Driver. is so sad. Can I see it? Yeah. It's so, so sad. Th those books are short enough that I'll read a little bit of them. Oh my God, story time with Noel. Uh, just because there are some really. Does she do the funny. illustrations? No. Uh, the illustrations are all AI generated oh, for sure. Like boo. if you, you can kind of see like there's some on the track oh, that you yeah. can just see they're not quite right. 
Yeah, they're all like different style of art. Like each one. Oh, he's got a mask on. Yep. He looks like a child in this. <laughs> he does. A lot of them look like kids in some like of the illustrations. Like little kids, you know? yeah. So it's, like, uh, yeah. <laughs> so um, that's awesome. I'm gonna. I'll read those, but also. Delaney has opened up her own rabbit oh, hole. Oh, I, I brought some to the table as well. So to give you guys context, Noel last week had brought this idea to me because when he, he went to St. Louis and he brought back the overtake my heart and I was like, what the fuck? Um, and then I was like, do you know about the Dirty Air series? And he was like, what are you talking about? Me being a, a little bit of a book nerd myself, I follow a lot of people on Book Talk and Bookstagram and like all this stuff. And I had heard about this I think in like 2021, like when we first were talking about like, oh, let's do a podcast, like let's talk about it, blah, blah. And I was like, oh my God, I want to read those eventually. I never got around to reading them. And then this like prompted me. So this last week I started reading the first book, which is called Throttled. It's a, it, so they are romance, Formula One sports, like book style. So there's all different types of ones. There's hockey romances, there's football romances. There's a whole like subgenre of the romance category. It's like sports romance books. <laughs> And I, this, this might be an ongoing, cause there's four books and these are like books. Like this has like 300 pages in it or yeah, something. So, so the, the Dana Ricardo fan fiction, it's only like 40 page, like it's yeah. 40 pages. It's a, it is just a pamphlet, pamphlet but yeah. these are like 300 page books. books like these yeah. are not just, uh, you know. So we'll also talk about these cause there's four of them and I will read Noel the, f some of the first chapter of the first book because the, the woman that writes them, I've been told by somebody who's read all four of the books that the last two books are better writing, <laughs> but the, the first two books, the writing isn't amazing. It's very Wattpad 2014 style <laughs> in, but not as bad. Like not like as like his blue orbs <laughs> stared into my soul, like, like that kind of thing. But like, it's, uh, it's definitely from the eyes of an F1 fan. Like it's so like, like I was like groaning. I was like, <laughs> Oh my God, like, why is she saying that? But that's just cause like, she even admitted, like I started following her on TikTok and she even admitted that she like never watched TikTok, but she saw all the TikTok videos in 2019 of like, like, you know, all that stuff. And then like got inspired to write a book about it. So this is just based on like her research. <laughs> she's now, she's now a Formula One fan, but so yeah. Yeah. So I'll be reading these two books, the first two books. Delaney will read us throttled. Throttle. And then I'll give you guys kind of a run through of Overtake My Heart because yeah. it is, it's not long, like it's a quick read, but it's a little bit too much to read the whole thing. But I'll read passages. There is some stuff that I'd call it cringe, but I think it's totally on purpose. So I oh, don't yeah. even know if I can call it that. Uh, my my When I first thought of this episode, and I might still do this, my plan was I was going to go back and read the three books on recording. Mm, okay. And then and upload like, them as like YouTube videos or like eventually maybe make them their own podcast. Like right. during the winter, like when there's not racing, like just release them as like can you, audiobook podcast. Yeah, I was gonna say like an audiobook, but like yeah. read by Noel. And then like can you do the little kid ones, but then have like little kid like music in the background? <laughs> Today we're gonna be reading. <laughs> so yeah, I there there will be more from these. Like our, our yeah. YouTube channel will eventually have like re me reading these. Yes. I think I, I think it's too good to pass up an opportunity to read this on a, book on a on scale, a on a scale to give us, let's, I mean, I, I know we're not going to talk about, I know we're not going to talk about that book first. We're going to do a little kid's book first, but on a scale of like one to five chili peppers, like how like erotica is it? Um, I would say there's only, Okay. <laughs> let me sit, let me put it like this, just to give you guys a, you know a little introduction. Yeah, they do the deed twice in this oh, book. Oh, okay okay, okay, okay. But it's never. It's like it just seems kind of like I'm not like you guys might be surprised if like this. I'm not a romance <laughs> novel fucking guy, right, you know. Right. So it just seems like super generic. But like they'll throw in F one like sure references. Yeah. So I. I wouldn't think anyone in their right mind would ever read Overtake My Heart by Anita Driver as a erotic or romance and book. enjoy it like yeah, for yeah. that. Okay. I don't know people who read those. I, I don't know what you get out of them if you get anything right. out of them, but I, I don't think anyone is getting 
hot and heavy over this book. Like, ooh, I got to turn <laughs> the AC up. Ooh, like it, it's just more like when you're reading, it's like, okay, it, oh my gosh, that's kind of funny. Like what you like there. <laughs> it's very sudden. I'll read. There is a there is an extremely funny uh, thing in there that when we get to the book, I'll, uh, yeah, yeah. So the last page has probably the most like, whoa, what the thing kind of thing. So I'll, I'll share that, but it's not really... It's a it's a shit post, you know. It's a it's so a like, fun. So like two so like two chili peppers. Yeah, I would say okay. probably um, two chili pepper Carlos sides. Yeah, so it's uh, I think it says make a great gift for mom, but I think mom can probably find something just better, you know. Yeah, but I don't, you know, I don't, I don't read these, so maybe this is actually like whoa, but <laughs> I I doubt that. Yeah. Okay. All right. But first up, it's reading with Noel. I will read to you guys. Charles Leclerc and the terrible, no good, very bad Monaco Grand Prix. Now I'm only going to read the 2020 or 2022. Reading. I'm only going to read the 2022 portion of it because we had the podcast then. So yeah. it's kind of uh, the 2023. This book is, uh, it does have 2023 in it. So it's brand oh. new. Um, wow. But nothing really happened to him in 2023. So yeah. it's not, I think 2022 is a great, just it's it's Good fun. I think it's fun. All right, so I just got to figure out how I'm going to do this because there's pictures. So <laughs> I know you're trying I, to, like I have to read it, up it like, like a, a teacher. teacher. <laughs> yes, That's and I was going to take a picture of you. <laughs> also. I usually call him Charles Leclerc because I think that's how you technically pronounce it. Yeah, because he's from Monaco. But just for the sake of reading this, I'm going to just call him Charles. Yes, because that is way easier. I yes. think um, for this. So. Here is 2022, Charles Leclerc and the whatever the fuck it is, okay? A new season dawned for Charles, ready to attack. His race was coming, the one at his home track. As the weekend began, Charles felt full of might, another chance to set Monaco right. Oh my god. He started on pole for the second year running, feeling certain that victory was coming. The race began and he was in first place. Nothing could possibly ruin his race. The team principal watched from the pit lane. The success Charles was having drove him insane. He can't win this race. That's not the Ferrari way. Oh Let's screw up his strategy and end this display. They got on the radio and sent Charles a distraction in order to make sure his race lost all traction. Do you want plan M? How are your tires? Come in. No, stay out. What are your desires? And here's the picture. Oh, my God. Mateo. This is the one. That <laughs> yeah. The radio messages made Charles irate. But the complicated questions would not abate. We're happy to keep going, drive with aggression, and switch to soft tires or hard tires, question. Charles said, you tell me, I'm focused on wrecking. The engineer replied, okay, we are checking. <laughs> Despite their best efforts to ruin his race, he fought through the distractions, keeping his pace. Then a wicked idea from the team principal's mind to have both cars pit at the same time. It would cause a delay and cost Charles' position. Ruining his race, the team principal's mission. They would tell Carlos to pit first and Charles to pit after. It would slow him down and be a disaster. That's exactly what happened, I'm afraid to say. It's the reason Charles lost in Monaco that day. Oh, so sad. That's 2022. Wow. That's great. I think it's fucking That's hilarious. That's awesome. I like how it rhymes. Yeah. That's awesome. So... Uh, you can pick up this book on Amazon. It also has a physical copy. You could link see, in our bio. <laughs> see, uh, see it, the picture on Instagram. Yeah. And now I'll read "Stop Dropping Stroll." I'm only going to read like the first half, I think, because yeah, it's um, something. It's 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 just it it it's kind of funny in the beginning, but eventually it just gets out of gets out of nowhere, you know. Yeah, yeah. So this is a Lance Stroll inspired guide to fire safety for kids. Listen up, kids. Here's how to protect yourself against fire. You've all heard the advice, familiar and old, in times of danger, stop, drop, and roll. But with fire safety, there's more to learn, more steps to take if a fire should burn. To gain this knowledge, we will turn to the master, a man who always wants to go faster. His name is Lance. He's a driver in F1, a job that requires fire safety before fun. <laughs> I can literally picture this being read to a to a like a class. Let's learn from Lance without being hasty and follow his lead on fire safety. Okay, so the fun part about this book is that there's little 
little like Lance Stroll like remarks. Like he has oh, yeah. comments on it. Love that. So he was a co-writer. Build a fireproof wall out of gold bars. <laughs> and then his little Lance says is what the segment is called. I'll, I'll take a pic. I'll make sure there's a picture in the post. Oh my God. But it's Lance says gold is my favorite color of money. <laughs> <laughs> if oh there's a God. fire, there's no need to ball. Protect yourself with a fireproof wall from daddy's vault. Grab bars made of gold and stack them high to stop the fire cold. But if the gold wall doesn't stop the fire, sue the fire. <laughs> Lance says lawyers make law. <laughs> lawyers make laws. Not real. <laughs> Find the lawyers who cost the most. (laughs) Ivy League degrees, they're surely to boast. Oh, my God. Legal experts to say, to tell you what to do. They'll serve the fire notice of your intent to sue. Wow. But if threats of legal action don't make the fire stop, pour maple syrup on it. Wow, look at that. Lance says, maple syrup tastes like Canada. Oh, Canada. That's, That's a Canadian pride right there. Toss barrels of maple syrup with all of your might into the raging fire burning so bright. It may not help you put out the flames, but the sweet maple syrup smell is sure to amaze. But if the fire keeps burning, buy your own fire truck. Hell yeah. With all all the melted gold. Lance says, fire trucks eat fire for food. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Buy a fire truck and make sure it's red. The truck will ensure the fire won't spread. Grab the hose and begin to spray. Your fire will be gone with little delay. But if your fire truck can't put out the fire, put it out with your own helicopter. Here's Lance Stroll flying in a helicopter. Look at that. I'm Lance Strolzenager. Get to the chopper. <laughs> it does not say that. <laughs> Get your helicopter and take to the skies. An aerial assault will be the fire's demise. Fly close to the fire and there will be no doubt. The propeller wind will blow the flames out. But if the helicopter can't blow out the fire, invest in a startup that creates fire extinguishing lasers wow oh my god that's like a alien lance says lasers are science lasers are science everybody that's it um there's more but it's it's like like he's getting going like i'll I'll skip a little bit there's champagne there's fernando alonso in it i love it um ask your teammate he's old and wise he'll have an idea for the fire's demise his sage advice is Advice is always a gift. No wonder he's the desire of Taylor Swift. But if your teammate can't help you put out the fire, and then I'll skip to the last. There's fly away to your private island. Islands are countries that grow coconuts, is Lance Strauss. Yep. There's buy a new house. And yeah. then the last page is ask dad to put the fire out. Lance says dads are the best. Aww. They truly are. Look at Lawrence. All the money running around. Just ask dad, give him a call with his money and cunning. He can fix it all. He'll take care of the mess. No need to fret. It's what dads are for. Well, that and buying you a jet. Amazing. That's what it is. Wow. So. That's so good. Thank you, teacher Noel. Moving on. We're going to talk about math. (laughs) So student Delaney, what did you think of that? That was, I feel so educated about fire and I feel really bad for, for Charles Leclerc now. So yeah, those are the first, yeah, the first two exciting adventures. They're 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 funny, but it's it's also it's an F one thing, it's you know. Goofy, like, yeah. I don't think you could. I don't think you could read it to a group of <laughs> even adults and they would understand it. They'd be like, "What? <laughs> what are you talking about?" All right, are you ready for this? I am ready. Okay, so this is a book. It's called Throttled by I think it's Lauren Asher. Hold on. So for context, I'm only on like chapter seven. But only <laughs> on like chapter seven, there's like there's forty four chapters. Yeah, okay, by Lauren by Lauren Asher. So there's four books. There's Throttled, Collided, Wrecked, and Redeemed. Those are the four books. I have them all downloaded on my Kindle. I eventually hope to read all of them at some point. Um I am kind of a slow reader, so it might not happen until like the end of next season. <laughs> I'll be like, I read them all. So this will be a long a long haul. Yeah. Um, It'll be um, continuous. Story that you hear guys hear. So about. this story is about Noah and Maya, and 
as I read the first chapter, I think you'll take a guess who Noah might be inspired by. So, um, okay. So this is just the prologue. Okay. So it starts, this is, this is what it looks like. Okay. It literally has a little F1 car, but it says prologue Noah two years earlier. I inhale deeply. (laughs) (laughs) I inhale deeply welcoming the smell of rubber and engine exhaust before I pull down the visor on my helmet. Gloved hands grip the steering wheel of my Bendandi Formula One race car. Mind you, it's all like fake names of like the, because they can't actually use like. I still call it Formula, I guess Formula One, uh, interesting. Yeah. I thought they would call it like. I, I think Formula know, One. Formula X or something. Yeah, but they, it's Bendandi Formula One. Bendandi? Yeah, Bendandi Formula One race car. My fingers trembling from the engine's vibrations while the metal hood rattles, which I was like, huh? What hood? I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? where's the hood? The Abu Dhabi Grand Prix crowd bursts with excitement as the crew pulls off my tire warmers. Yesterday's successful qualifier sets me up in the first place grid spot. And as long as I don't fuck it up, the world championship title will be mine for the taking. One by one, red lights illuminate above me, shining off the hood's glossy red paint. Fans silently wait. Lights shut off to signal the start of the Grand Prix. I press against the throttle and my car rushes down the straight road before I pull up to the first turn. Tires skid, (laughs) tires skid across from the pavement, squeals sounding off behind me from the other drivers. But I suffer from a tunnel vision on the track. It's just me and the road. (laughs) In quotations. Noah, I want to let you know that Liam Zander is behind you, followed by Jax Kingston and Santiago Alvatore. Fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) Mind you, there's three specific names because each each book are connected because it's all like the same world but it's each different character so those are the four characters of each book so it's kind of like introducing all four characters okay okay keep up the pace and make and mind your turns the team principal's voice carries over the radio in my helmet i don't know why i just keep expecting it to rhyme like (laughs) it's because you're used to your book yeah okay hold on there's more i'm excited i'm (laughs) i stay defensive of my position making it difficult for anyone to overtake my car at the turns. The hum of the engine fills me with acceleration as I speed down another straight at over 200 miles an hour. Fans scream as I pass them. My foot presses on the brake seconds before I make another turn. Soft tires screeching against the asphalt, music to my ears. The first few laps of the race go off without a hitch. Adrenaline flows through my body as Liam's car comes up next to mine at one of the curves. The recognizable steel gray paint glistens under the desert sun his engine roars i pull a risky move pushing on the brake a few seconds later than recommended for a curb metal trembles at the right tires lift off the ground before slamming back down <laughs> i was like whoa these cars Wait, is it, what is, is this prat like what the fuck are <laughs> we doing a race it's the abu dhabi race okay okay liam pulls back unable to pass me as my car surges forward a mechanic a mechanic a mechanic talks into the radio that was a dangerous turn. Relax out there. <laughs> You'll still have 52 more laps to go. No reason to drive cocky. <laughs> I chuckle at the advice. After a grueling session fighting off Liam, Santiago, and Jax, I have one last Grand Prix between me and the World Championship win. Santiago cut in front of Liam at the last turn. Don't underestimate him. He wants to win. More chatter echoes through my radio. Speak of the devil, Santiago's royal blue car shows up in my side mirror. I shake my head as my car hugs another turn. He acts like a young shit who tries to show off a little too much. His skills are decent for a new guy, but one but one too many close calls during the race session make me hesitant to let him get close. The fucker races. <laughs> I don't know why. It's like so vulgar. Anyways, the fucker races right up to my rear wing, closing the gap between our cars. Unwise for the narrow set of twists coming up. My heart pumps rapidly. Hands clench around the steering wheel as I take a few deep breaths. Inhale, exhale. Yoga shit. (laughs) It literally says yoga shit. Uh, I don't fold on my first place spot, having no interest on letting Santiago overtake my car. Gray pavement blurs past me on the next straight road. Santiago pulls up to my side, our wheels nearly touching, just a few inches apart. Both engines rev as... The accelerators hit their maximum. I push into the first place again at the next turn. My front wing creeping ahead of his. Fuck me. <laughs> Just like says that like in his head, like yeah. he's saying like fuck me in his head. 
Um, instead of Santiago jerking back, he speeds up. Motherfucking idiot. <laughs> the whole situation happened in slow motion, like a movie, playing frame by frame. Me, a useless bystander. Bandandi's team principal yelling in my ear about pulling back, but the sound of crunching metal tells me I'm too late. Santiago's car makes contact with mine at about 190 miles an hour, a catastrophic hit I won't recover from. I curse as the wheels of my car lift off the ground and I end up airborne, fucking flying before making contact with the road. My race car flips over twice, drags across the pavement, sparks flying around my head, cement within, within touching distance. Thank fuck for the protective halo. <laughs> Thank fuck. <laughs> the shrill sound of scraping steel hurts my ears until the car stops moving. Ragged breaths leave my lungs, pushing through my tight throat. Noah, are you okay? Any possible injuries? The safety team is on their way. The safety team. <laughs> Negative on the injuries. That piece of shit fucking hit me. Knocked me out of the fucking, knocked me out like a fucking bumper car. Anger courses through me as Santiago's carelessness. I plan on punching him <laughs> the moment I get back to the cool down room after the pre. <laughs> the pre. <laughs> she literally, I was going to get into that, but she literally calls because like, I'm like now they're like at, um, I think they're in China now, like where I'm reading yeah. every single race. She calls a pre and I'm like, what? <laughs> She's like, it'll be like, yeah, I'll see you at the next pre. <laughs> what the fuck? That's uh, a thing now. I mean, that's just yeah. set the course for the rest of this podcast. It's be a like, pre. So y'all, do they call it like, the Chinese pre, or is it just? It's like the Grand Prix, but it's like oh, instead of saying the call, race, they call okay, it the pre. the pre. Okay. Do people do that? I don't know. What if we're just out of it? <laughs> Maybe we're out of it. Okay. A chill run. Okay. So it says, "Oh shit, Noah, brace yourself." A chill run. A chill runs down my spine, unable to move with my body strapped. I sit while Jax's car swerves before ramming into mine. The turn from earlier making me vulnerable to another hit. Holy shit. My body shudders as my head painfully bounces against the headrest while our cars spin out of control. The hit jerks me, my body aching in ways I didn't think possible. I can kiss my championship when goodbye. All thanks to Santiago and his stupidity. Pulling a move he shouldn't, he shouldn't have to give seconds ahead. Fucking reckless of him. My head clouds as adrenaline wears off my body gives into pain. Fuck you, Santiago. Enjoy your championship win because it'll be your last. I don't give a shit about everyone hearing my team radio. Let fans and him know that I hate his guts. Santiago could act like a hot shit now, but I'll come back for him. Asshole started a fight. He won't win. Is this all keyed in the mic? He's saying this out loud. <laughs> Holy crap. No, no, it was just the first part where it says okay. enjoy your win. Okay. <laughs> Black spots fog my vision. The combination of being upside down and being hit twice is too much for my body to handle. I'm fucking helpless as the safety crew works to situate my car up right side up. I stew in my toxic mood and smack my hands against the steering wheel to the hammering of my heart. That's it. The rest of it like goes into like, then it goes into like, he has like a shitty dad who's like really abusive and like, it's like he's also like a race winner and he's like what why was dad he's like he's like i make my way back to the suite oh okay I so it's like that is yeah okay so that was that was the beginning so that was about noah and as you can tell who can we guess noah might is have there been. a part where his dad leaves him at a gas station <laughs> no actually but it's kind of a combination that's what i was trying to find his like they like describe what he looks like the red car he, they describe him with like like brown shuffled hair, blue eyes, is like the heartthrob of Formula One. Okay. I thought he was, he's so he, is he Charles Leclerc? Yeah. He's, I thought he was Max Verstappen. No, I know. His dad, yeah, okay. So they kind of like threw me for a curveball. Okay. Yes. But his team, his partner in, so like then it, so then it jumps to Maya. So Maya, it like started talking about her and it basically goes into like her graduation. Um, so it's like introducing the character and she is the sister of Santiago who hit him during that race. Yeah. But at her graduation, he gets a call from Bandandi. I don't know how to say it, whatever. Yeah. And they are, they want to sign him for next year to be Noah's teammate. Oh, so that's the drama is okay. that he becomes a teammate. And then Maya. So the romance part of it is like Maya. It's my t brother's teammate that like, Oh, he's like the bad boy. And like, he just has a revolving door of girls like coming in and out. And I just think it's really funny because it's like something about like the way that she just describes like things in formula one is so 
it's so just like i don't know how to explain it um so like at this point now like we they they're at a race noah wins and then San, uh santi gets like second place or something i think um so this is maya being like i sense the excitement from the rowdy crowd since santi and i walked up to the podium event groups of the groups of them gather around bouncing along to the music streaming from the speakers on the stage waving around face posters oh here it is okay so oh so he didn't win he got fourth place but they like went to go watch the yeah, podium yeah. right Santi and I hang out in the VIP area off to the side, enjoying the show from a, le from a less sweaty and chaotic distance. My preferable choice. We have a full visual of the winner's podium, including the perfect view of Noah spraying his champagne on Liam. I sigh at the display. Santi looks over at me and, and raises an eyebrow. I cover up my laugh with a cough, embarrassment tinging my cheeks. In F1, champagne <laughs> is the measurer equivalent of confetti launchers at other sporting events. Okay. Drivers shake bottles and splatter the contents everywhere. <laughs> the crowd roars as champagne splashes on them, opening their mouths to capture droplets. Who needs girls gone wild when you have F1 podiums? <laughs> and then, so now I just recently got to the part where like they're at a new race and she runs into another young girl and she is the, the team principal's daughter that's also like going on the, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, oh, this is another thing. So she goes, I'm going to try to convince my dad to let me take fall classes online so I can stick around for the whole pre-schedule. Oh my God. I, that, yeah. that took a minute to sink in. I thought like P-R-E, like pre, like what like, the fuck are they? Oh, but I like see. Pre, yeah. Like the whole pre-schedule. She didn't watch F1 like when she wrote this one or like she I don't saw think only so. the TikToks. It's only yeah, the TikToks. Like and I think this is based off of like, I think this is just based off of like, her like doing some slight research on f1 i'll keep you updated on it but interesting i think the uh the dialogue that he says it like seems it seems really weird to me it's like they probably say that like i'm sure drivers say that stuff like yeah not with the mic keyed in yeah but it's always weird to me in like racing movies or even like drive to survive where they try to fake it it's like where they're, they're drive, talking that where much. they're driving and they're like oh fuck that guy like oh Oh, motherfucker. Like, I like just I, don't. I was thinking, like, okay, if you're upside down and you just had a crash, you're not going to be over there like, fuck you. Like, I hope you can, you know, I hope you enjoy your championship. Like, I think you're probably like, get me the fuck out of this car. Like, <laughs> I think that's what you're thinking. But I just think it's funny because, like, in other, like, uh, race, like, moments when, the you know, in the book, like, they're talking about it like it's so... Like, it's so intense. And then it also talks about how, like, the team principal is the one that's talking to the drivers, like, all the time. Yeah. And, like, giving the updates. And I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> so. It's it, it's funny, though. Like, it's, I think the most unrealistic thing is, though, is that something happened in Abu Dhabi. Like, that was, yeah, like, a. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, or that the championship really went down to the last <laughs> race again. Like, that's the other thing. So, yeah, I'll let you know how it goes. That's but. An inter it's interesting. I thought the whole, the prologue is from the other guy's point of view. That's from Noah's book point of view. Is like, it's, it goes back and forth. Okay, okay. Yeah, so, like, sometimes it's Noah, sometimes it's her. Um, and so, it's funny, yeah, because so, Santiago is, so, he's a Spanish driver. Yeah. He's teammates with Noah. So, it's okay, like, okay, okay, that's, that's you know, uh, Carlos. And then... Uh, Liam, because Liam comes into play and Liam is Noah's best friend that races for another team. Okay. <laughs> but he like races for what I would think would be like, they, they literally call it McCoy racing. Yeah. So I was like, McCoy. McLaren, maybe, but it said it was like a gray car, like a silver car. So I was like, maybe it's Mercedes, like what they're trying to base it off of. But then Jax is his teammate, Jax Kingston. And I guess I haven't really heard much of him, but I guess based on like the TikToks I've seen, he's based off of Lewis Hamilton. So there you go. That that is your uh, that's I'm your rundown. I'm excited to hear about. I can't wait to hear about. I'll what have to highlight next. more, but like it's that's all I got so far. But it should sounds be pretty intense. It's gonna get. It's gonna get. It's gonna get intense. Fiery. And now, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> overtake my heart. Thick Rick races for love. Now I'm not gonna just read it because there's a lot, you know. But yeah. we do got to go over. So our main character. There's no pictures, so Ugh, Emily boring. Jensen was no ordinary woman. <laughs> In a world consumed by fashion, celebrity gossip, and reality TV, she found herself drawn to the roar of the engines and the smell of burning rubber. 
<laughs> and the thrill of high-speed chases on asphalt circus. She was an ardent Formula One enthusiast, a passion she embraced wholeheartedly, despite the surprise reactions she often received. So yeah, that's our main character. Okay, Emily. Emily Jansen. Hop off M. Her hazel eyes shining under the with her undying love of the sport. Uh, but above all, there is one driver who had won not only races, but also Emily's heart. Oh, no. And that is Daniel Ricardo. Wow. Or Emily loves Daniel for many reasons. There is a whole list here. Straw, strong jawline, warm brown eyes, the stubble. Gives him a rugged charm. Gives a rugged charm to his face, but what caught her attention the most is Daniel Ricardo's neck. <laughs> she loves Daniel Ricardo's neck. No other neck could compare. They say a man is seventy-five percent water, but not Daniel. He is seventy-five percent neck. <laughs> and I read this to Delaney already in an off off uh, cam recording, but let, let let's. It goes on for many pages describing <laughs> Daniel Ricardo's neck. And my favorite is his neck was a symphony of strength, endurance, a testament to his unwavering determination and willpower. It was a part of him that spoke volumes about the man he was strong, resolute, and infinitely captivating. His neck had to be a sky cue or sky glass customer with the way it pushed her but red button in just the right way. Oh, <laughs> my god do you think daniel ricardo or like any of the drivers like have found these and they've like, there's a them? podcast clip of scotty Matt, scotty, James. scotty yeah scotty sure James. yeah snowboarder friends with daniel ricardo was yeah. that the lore i feel like he has a podcast and he like talked about this book and daniel oh, had he? no idea about it oh no like, uh, so he <laughs> maybe great. he read it so here's where the shit starts to get crazy though oh shit because emily was as you usually do. She was sitting at her house rewatching the 2018 Chinese Grand Prix, as one does, which is a race that Daniel Ricardo won. Yep. And she got a call from her friend Lisa, Lisa, who works at a hotel. Dropped some news that Emily could not believe. Someone was at the hotel. <gasps> I wonder who. Who Emily asked. Her curiosity peaked. Lisa was not one to get easily excited over the years. She had seen countless celebrities stroll through the hotel's grand lobby. Your dream man, Emily. Daniel Ricardo. Lisa oh finally God. spilled the beans, barely able to contain herself. Emily's heart skipped a beat. Are you serious? She asked. Her mind faster than the cars on the muted TV. So this is in, they're in the United States. Okay. Daniel Ricardo, Daniel Ricardo is coming to town for the Wrangler Jeans Coca-Cola Kentucky Grand Prix. Wow. In the United States. <laughs> I don't think there's anything more American about that. <laughs> chapter one and two I read a long time ago, so I don't really have a whole lot of highlighted stuff. Uh, chapter two is a chance encounter. <laughs> really? Is it chance? I there's, don't think so. Honestly, I didn't highlight anything for this, so they meet in the hotel Oh, okay. Um, I don't, I think it's, uh, what is it? It's, uh, you it's, are required by law for the Daniel Ricardo uh, dialogue. If there is any that you're going to read, you have to do an Australian accent. Sorry. I highlighted most of the uses of the word neck in here. So just so I could get <laughs> it up and I just, there's one that I didn't highlight. I'm just glancing around to see if there's anything interesting in chapter two. And I just see, and then there, there was his, that muscular neck. <laughs> so they met. Um, uh, I don't exactly really know kind of what happens here in chapter two. They decide to go to all or not Olive Garden. Where the fuck they they go to Outback Steakhouse. Oh my god! <laughs> Shut the fuck up. They decide to go to Outback Steakhouse. I feel like Olive Garden would have been better. The but... first date, chapter three at eight oh o'clock sharp. Daniel arrived to pick up Emily for their date. There's no way. Seeing him standing there, looking casually handsome in a pair of dark jeans and a button-down shirt, Emily's heart fluttered with the anticipation. His neck glistened in the evening air. His warm smile set her at ease as they set off for the Outback Steakhouse. I feel like his neck is like a, a, its own entity, <laughs> the way that they're talking about it. The night kicked off with laughter as Daniel insisted Emily try the Bloomin' Onion. Oh, my God. A classic, <laughs> a classic Australian starter. It's not an authentic Aussie experience without it. There you go. That's, good. That's how he sounds. That's how he sounds. Daniel Ricardo's in the room right now, guys. 
The conversation flowed as smoothly as an Adrian Newey designed car in the wind tunnel. Oh my God. Moving from racing to more personal topics. Emily learned about Daniel Ricardo, Daniel's childhood on Australia, the various pet kangaroos he owned, his journey into racing, and his dreams of the future. Yeah. <laughs> Yet amidst the fluttering excitement, a nagging doubt began to creep in her. She couldn't help but remember the stories she'd heard about Daniel Ricardo, the playboy, his charm. He'd won over countless women before her, and his reputation for f fleeting romances was, was as well known as his racing prowess. Just how many women had put their hands on his boomerang? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that was great. On the other hand, she was afraid of getting hurt. She didn't so she you know, she wants to be with Danny. Right. It's it's a really She's tough decision very, she has to make, you know. It's yeah. like what do I do? Yeah. Uh on the other hand, she was afraid of getting hurt. She didn't want to be another name on his list, another woman charmed and then forgotten. She valued herself too much to let that happen. Could she trust him? Could she trust his intentions, his words, his actions? The question spun in her head like Nikita Mazepin <laughs> on a wet track or a dry track. She knew she had to tread carefully. Okay, I remember what happens. She goes home after the date okay. by herself, Okay, but wonders this, and then they meet again. In okay. the same chapter. Okay. She gets a text from Daniel, who had just finished a neck workout. Not fucking with you. As, as one does. And she in, he invites her over. They <laughs> hang out for a little while, and eventually she leaves. But on the way back, she stops and turns around. She's like, I got to go back. I got to do this. This is, the, this, is the first, this is the first deed, you know. This is the first time that they, you know. And it's just... It's so weird to read because they'll just put in F1 references. Oh, my God. So they moved instinctively a dance as synchronized as a pit stop. You know, shit like that. She <laughs> right. loved the way his body felt on top of hers. It felt like the downforce of a thousand real wings all at once. His body, his warm body draped over her like a tire blanket. Like, it's just so, like, and then chapter four, the aftermath, they, uh -huh. so they, they separate or they don't, they, they go their separate ways. Right. They're briefly. Like, this, this isn't a good idea. I don't think they've figured out it's a good idea yet, but oh. Emily is like, I, I don't know what to do. I she gets to go a to call. She gets a call from Lisa. Oh my God, Emily, tell me everything. How big was his front wing? If you know what I mean. <laughs> Shut up. Was he only good for one lap or could he handle an entire race distance? Oh my Did God. he spray his bottle of champagne? Oh my God. I love it. The aftermath is very short, that chapter. Race day. We finally get to hear a race. Yay. Okay. Uh, and Daniel. Our Wrangler Coca-Cola Grand Prix. He couldn't stop. He can't stop thinking of Emily. Uh-oh. He's more fired up than he ever has been. Oh my God. For an F1 race. That's great. He felt invincible, empowered. Emily had unlocked something in him. Wow. With this power, Daniel could finally beat his two-time world champion, Nicholas Latifi. Shut I don't up. know what this world, this book is, <laughs> takes place in. In a world where Nicholas Latifi spins out on a wet and dry track, but also is a two-time world champion. But Daniel Ricciardo can hear the crowd as he roars past, and he wins the race. Yay. He crossed the finish line. Tim Apple waved the checkered flag with a limp wrist, and the crowd erupted in cheers. Daniel had won the race. Wow. And while all this is happening, Emily is sitting in her hotel room waiting for the text from Daniel. Yeah. Because he said he would text her. Oh, God. And he hasn't. They always say that. And he, she's trying to forget about Daniel Ricardo. you see. She's so torn right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she's flipping through her F1 memorabilia to find another driver to be her new obsession. What about Lewis? She always fancied him. But the violently, violent porpoising effect of his car in 2020 had left him a battered, broken man. <laughs> uh, she even considers going to the next race to see Daniel Ricciardo. And the next race is the McDonald's Cowboy Freedom Eagle Oklahoma Grand Prix. Yep. Freedom Eagle Oklahoma Grand Prix. Yeehaw. Now, here's, the, here's where things get interesting. Because mm -hmm. Chapter 6, The Struggle... <gasps> Flips perspective to Ooh. Daniel Ricardo, Ooh. and we figure out 
that he also misses Emily <gasps> and doesn't know what to say to her. Oh, my God. And he's trying. He knows his image. He knows what people think about him. Mm -hmm. He's trying to just let her go. It's like Daniel's uncle always used to say about women. There's always another shrimp on the Barbie and there's always <laughs> another girl. As one says. But Daniel Ricardo's feelings of Emily are starting to seep into the racetrack as well. Not just his personal life, but also the racetrack. Oh, my God. Chapter six again. There's two chapter sixes. Love that. The pursuit. Winning a race was one thing. Winning back the trust and affection of a woman he had hurt was, an entire, was entirely another. He had to win her back. He had let her down like a Ferrari strategy. Always oh, the Ferrari strategy jabs. So it's on to the next race, and he is going to he's going to invite her. Mm -hmm. He texts her. He calls her. She doesn't answer at first, but she finally does. But she needs time to think. She doesn't know if she wants to let Daniel Ricardo back into her life. Okay. She doesn't trust. She's afraid to touch, trust him. I know they just said that the next... Well, I guess they didn't say it was in Oklahoma, but that's what you'd believe. Right, right. But they go to what is basically Miami. Okay. Daniel invites her into the paddock. They t he took her on a romantic ride to the fake fake marina filled with fake water for a fake ride on a fake boat that they borrowed from Gunther Steiner. Love it. The sun warm on her skin and Daniel's neck gleaming wet from the spray of the fake water. Oh my God. And then the victory lap. <gasps> Chapter seven. Oh. Daniel wins again and he takes Emily into his arms and they decide to be together. Yay. Forever, yeah. Potentially, it doesn't. It kind of doesn't really end on a cliffhanger, and uh, this is the part. This is so. The last page is the last time that they do the deed, and the oh god, the dialogue here is the oh god. cringiest thing. I don't exactly know what gets into it, but she she could feel that he was harder than a Pirelli C1 tire as he crashed into her from behind like she was Max in Baku 2018. <laughs> Mm -hmm. and they, they decide well that's that's you know that's the that's line insane. that the book basically ends on you know to be together so that's how the book ends basically wow. it doesn't really end on a cliffhanger but it just ends but so i don't know how they're gonna get 68 more stories out of this but you never know their adventure is going around america so that is the gist of daniel ricardo overtake my heart i over i highlighted a lot more stuff but it's it's a lot. Like there's a lot of wow. references. It's a quick read, but I can't imagine you ever wanting to read this book twice. <laughs> yeah, it's one, funny once is good. one through, but once you get to the end, it's kind of like they make a lot of references to Nikita Mazepin. Oh wow! Like I said two of them, but there are more. There are more highlights of Nikita Mazepin. That's crazy. And how? Like how, how many? References? How many times is the neck joke like funny? You know that's right. what it, you know so. Uh, I read the first two chapters like three weeks ago, and then I read the rest of it like two days ago. Yeah. So it might be funnier if you space it out a little bit better. Yeah. But it's a funny shit post. I think it's the best part is just the cover. The cover and, art like, is the best. Looking at it, just like wow, just that it exists. And his neck is huge. In that. Book. <laughs> yeah. It's also AI generated. The cover here yep. makes you believe he drives for Red Bull. He does. But I don't think that is what. Also, it happens, what you know? is he doing on top of the car? Like, I think he's just sitting he's like there. Sitting there. It's AI, so I think it's confused. He's like fused with it, or <laughs> yeah. or it's like a reference because it's kind of coming out of his, you know, yeah, his, yeah, little, yeah. You know, his area there. Yeah. So maybe it's like, yeah, this is my, this is what I'm <laughs> That's driving. That's my boomerang. You know? So, um, oh my god, it's it's funny, but it's like it's a good gift to give your friends. I think your mom. A good gift for mom and good be like but mom. hey it's funny to have on your shelf and be like hey, hey i have this but it's like not not like the, the the literary analysis of it is not the top tier the best parts are the little the little at the end she'll like make specific references to f1 she'll have like a little little references oh yeah um page so I don't know what I highlighted here, but one of them I highlighted, there was at some point in the previous chapter, there was a reference to Nikita Mazepin. Right, right. And I highlighted the reference here because it says, in 2020, in the 2021 Russian Grand Prix, Nikita Mazepin recognized the Russian rain clouds before anyone else was, anyone else, and was the first car to switch to Inters, giving him 
an advantage over the rest of the grid, propelling him to finish in last place. People are going to read this and not, and never have watched an F1 a day in their life, or they've only watched a little bit of it, and they're going to think that Nikita Mazepin really is a two-time world champion. Yeah, so it's... Uh, wow. It's a... Uh, it's a stereotypical, I think. It's yeah. funny because it's a, it's on purpose. It's like ironic and you can buy it. Love it. Link in our bio. And that is overtake my heart. <laughs> Thick Rick races for love. Thick Rick races for love. And that's this episode of Not on This Occasion. Yes, if you enjoyed. Very different one. Very different <laughs> one. Um, if you enjoyed content like this, make sure to give it a like, give it a share. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors, uh, let us know what you think. If you're like Delaney Noel, that was stupid. Why well, don't ever do that ever again. Stop that. Or if you absolutely loved it and you're like, don't ever talk about another race ever again, only talk about fanfics. Then we got you, but let us know. Yeah. We'll see if there's ever book two of 69 or three, or, you know, maybe we'll, we'll have going. to come back but, part two, but I can't imagine they, they'll have to switch to somebody else, but this is, of the Daniel Ricardo erotic adventure series. So they it's, can't it's got do it. it I, I think, I think with her imagination, with <laughs> Anita driver's imagination, she can make 68 more stories. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's, uh, that's this episode. Get next time. Well, I don't know when this is coming out. The Singapore, the pre, the next pre, pre is Singapore, <laughs> but I might, I might take some time on this one to, uh, Oh, really? Good. Really? So, um, Take your time with this one. So, uh, um, <laughs> so it might be out after Singapore. Okay. Or I don't know. We'll see. Because there's another race right after that. Yeah. I don't know. You're It'll listening. Out, you're listening out. to this right now, so it came out. It came out, and it's here, and it's great, and we're all happy about that, and you love it. And we can all celebrate. Thank you for listening to this episode. It was just a wild ride. So just fun. Just had a wild ride yes. on this one. So thank you. Thank you. And we'll see you in the next one. Goodbye. Goodbye.